and this is episode 20 of the podcast Oddly Adulting. Hmm. <laughs> oh, okay. who's that there <laughs> in the studio with me? Oh, okay. Tonight? I think I've been called the producer before. <laughs> it's kind of an odd title. Well, this is so. an odd podcast, so. Oh, yeah, well, it is oddly. Odd. It's oddly done, yes. thanks to you. Okay. So what are we going to talk about tonight? Okay, well, let me introduce you first. You're kind of getting oh. ahead of yourself. Well. Okay. All right. Well, obviously, I have somebody on the mic with me tonight, speaking into the void, and you might recognize his voice from, I think it was episode six, when he saved me from... Um, what was his name? Cotton-Eyed Joe. Yep. One of Cotton-Eyed Joe's cousins came to visit us inside the house tonight. Yep. <laughs> It's getting cold outside. Our six-year-old was very chill about it. She walked into our room and she's like, uh, guys, like, did you not even see that huge bug on the wall in the hallway? And we were like, nope. <laughs> yep. And then I went and grabbed it and she's like, ooh, let me flush it down the toilet. <laughs> That's great. That makes her sound like a sociopath. She's actually very charming. She enjoyed it. So, proper extermination. <laughs> well, anyway, this is... Um, the 20th episode of the podcast, and for that reason, I decided to um, bring on as my special guest a person who has known me for 20 years. 20 years. And just for the record, we were never friends. No. Are we friends now? I, I think so. <laughs> okay. I hope so. 20 okay. years later. <laughs> I mean, friendship is one element of our relationship, I think. Yeah. But, yeah, this is Chris. This is my husband. Yep. So we've been... Um, Only married for 18, though. No. <laughs> 17 and a half, right? <laughs> oh, boy. Time Would you Maybe you should just be quiet for a okay, minute and let me... <laughs> maybe you years. should let me prime the pump a little bit here for a minute. <laughs> Give me some time to collect your thoughts. Okay. Oh, wow. You know, this is a man who, like, when we're trying to have, like, when we're trying to have a discussion, I often have to ask him a question and then count to 20 or 30 or 40. Yeah. There are long pauses <laughs> in our conversation. For. So this is really striking me as strange that he's being so chatty straight out the gate. Mm. Um, but, yes, as I was saying, he hasn't known me 20 years. We have not been married 20 years. We've been married 17 in the half years. 2002. If you're bad at math, that means um, that you have not yet figured out that we got married when we were 20. Which, in case you're wondering, is too young. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe for some. <laughs> <laughs> for some people, it's too young. I actually qu rather preferred being a teenage bride. So... Um, you were a teenage bride. You were twenty. But I was. I mean, like I nineteen. I was nineteen is, when you. Yeah. When you. It, you know. Uh, what's what's the word? difference between twenty Proposed. and twenty nine? I mean, some ladies never get over twenty nine. So. Um. There's a huge difference between twenty and twenty nine, and I have the pictures to prove it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was three kids later. Oh my goodness, or two, but let's don't dwell on the details. Okay. I suggested he drink a beer to loosen up before we did this, yeah. and I'm thinking maybe that was a mistake. <laughs> you might get details you don't want. Oh, my gosh. Okay, maybe I should refresh some of the rules for you in case you haven't been listening. So, I don't edit this podcast, <laughs> so please don't say anything that's going to, going to create more work for yourself. Okay. okay. All, right. All right. There's no editing here. 
All right. So anyway, it's the 20th podcast. We've been together 20 years. And I thought, what the hey? Let's do a podcast together. So um, what do you want to talk about? I don't know. You said something about question and answer time. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I just thought it might be funny if we just kind of went back and forth, like asking each other questions. Like, okay, okay, I'll start. I'll start. Okay. All right. What was I like as a teenager? (laughs) Be kind. (laughs) What were you like as a teenager? Yeah, you met me when I was 17. What was I like as a teenager? Uh, very driven. I think you thought what you knew exactly what you wanted to be when you grew up. Uh, um, but how's that possible? Because podcasting hadn't been invented yet. Well, you know, <laughs> you were full of uh, content and words, even back then. <laughs> so there was, uh, dates were never boring. And it just kind of sat there and listened to you. Did we actually go on dates? Yeah. Remember that time you ate that pepper? <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, tell that story. So we went to a Chinese restaurant, and it was <laughs> Mongolian beef, and they had these little small skinny red uh, peppers. And I was like, hey, I'll go buy you some clothes. We'll <laughs> go to Old Navy. The The word you used was shopping spree. Shopping I'll take spree. you on a shopping spree at Old Navy. If you would eat this pepper <laughs> and chew it and then swallow it. And swallow it. it. And guess what she did? I did that. <laughs> and then yep. I... I was hurting. I was yep. in a world of it hurt. It was hilarious. So, I was crying. I was sweating. Yep. I had to go to the bathroom and just like stare at myself in the mirror and question the meaning of life. Like, why did I oh, do yeah. that? It wasn't worth it. It's just Old Navy. Yep. And then guess where we had to go? We had to go to Old Navy. We did. And you yep. know what? We bought, I bought, you bought me a couple of shirts there that I wore. I mean, there, I can think of. I, w- I wore one of them to get dressed in on our wedding day because it was a button-up shirt. Yeah. So I had it on while they were doing my hair and stuff. Mm. You bought me my favorite pair of capri pants that someone stole out of the laundry room at college. I had mm. them hang drying because, you know, like, I have this weird... I like to hang dry my clothes. Yep. I like to make things more complicated. So I was hang drying this pair of pants, and they got stolen. Mm. So mad about that. All right. Well, that was one... Okay. Trip down memory lane. So well, we can just like swap back and forth. So like now you ask me a question. What was your first impression of me? <laughs> um. Well, as you know, I had just been dumped by my boyfriend um, who was a boy. I wouldn't say that he broke my heart because I wasn't, I was not in love with him. Um, but I was very committed to the idea of us dating because we had been friends for a lot of years. And when we finally got the idea to date, it seemed like a really good idea. Um, but then he dumped me on the first day of senior year. And, um, so for, that was on like, first day of school was on a weird day that year. It was like the, like a Wednesday or something. Mm -hmm. And so Friday rolled around and our two mutual friends who we didn't know, I had never heard of Chris. Like, I had had these two friends, Sam and Scotty. Scotty I'd been friends with since 7th grade, and Sam since, like, 10th grade. Never heard of this dude, Chris. But they had this mutual friend, Chris. Maybe they didn't even know they had a mutual friend. I'm not sure. No, Um, we didn't. I just threw rocks at the one kid Yeah, Scotty Scotty and Chris were backyard neighbors their whole lives. We played dirt clawed bombs Mm -hmm. and throw pine cones and... (laughs) And then Sam and Chris were friends from church. So 
Anyway, I'd never heard of Chris, but um, apparently I looked pretty rough at school on Friday. And so Scotty and Sam like felt sorry for me and asked me to come out and eat Mexican food with them. And so then they also, one of them got the bright idea to invite their friend Chris along because in his words, I think it was Sam that said this. He said, well, I knew Chris hadn't had a date in a while. Mm. So I figured I'd invite him to come. So I got there last and I walk into this Mexican restaurant and these three boys are sitting at a table and there's one chair available and it's next to the boy with the baseball cap on. And so I walk up and I say something like dorky, like, is this seat taken or something? You know, who's sitting here? Whatever. And he looked up at me and I thought, I'm going to marry him. And then my next thought was, you are so stupid. You're so sad right now. You'd marry a toaster. <laughs> yep. And so then I just like completely dismissed that thought from my mind and sat down and we started talking. And mm-hmm. I thought that you were very confident and very like, you gave off such a player vibe, which is hilarious now. I mean... It did not take long for me to get to know you to discover that you were the farthest thing from a player. But the fact that you were able to give off a player vibe the first night that I met you is pretty incredible. Mm. So. And then a little later, I was like, hey, you want to go on a date? Let me see if I can work you in. Oh, my gosh. You guys. Okay. This is what I mean by that. Like, he gave off such a player vibe. Now, I will will say that that night we met, I was actually supposed to go to another girl's house. What? She was going to make me pie. Who? Wait, whisper it in my ear. Don't say it. Oh no! <laughs> Don't talk about that. It's smart uh, that you never told me that. <laughs> yeah, I was supposed to go to her house, and she was like, "She was gonna literally yeah. bake you a pie." I don't know. While you I, sat there, Ugh. I don't know. Okay. Her well, mom said it was a bad idea. Anyway, it so. was a bad idea. Thank you, girl's mom. Um. <laughs> so yeah, so we started talking, you know, quote unquote talking, because it was 1999, and um. I, we had been talking on the phone for like three weeks and finally he was like, Hey, so what are you doing on such and such day? And it was a day we had off school. So maybe it was like Labor Day. It was Labor Day. Okay. It was Labor Day. He's like, what are you doing on Labor Day? And I was like, I don't know. Nothing. Cause I don't have school obviously. And he was like, well, um, I was thinking maybe I could take you out. And I was like, Oh really? Well, what'd you have in mind? And he goes, well, Um, I'm actually going out with another girl that morning to a barbecue. So, but I was thinking that after I got done with her, like, then I could come pick you up and we could go out that evening. And I was like, wait, what? Like, (laughs) did you seriously just tell me that you have a date in the morning, but you, but after you're done with her, you'll come pick me up and take me. Oh my, I didn't, I didn't know what to do with that. Later he clarified it. It was sort of like a. It was like a family reunion that she had invited him to come to. Mm. So, and he wasn't necessarily committed to the idea of it being a date. But, you know, he didn't explain any of that on the phone. He just sounded like a player. Yep. So, good job. Yep. (laughs) Okay. So, now what do you want to talk about? Any more on that one? No. Okay. Um, let's see. 
why did you carry my engagement ring, my engagement ring around in your pocket, not in a ring box? That was so I could pull it out when I needed well, to. Well, have you not seen romantic movies like oh, where yeah, they but, get down on one knee and they like, cl- you know, like yeah, slow, a, slow, like creak of the jewelry box yeah, opens up. Yeah. Well. Anyway, not my brightest moment. It that really did scare me. Made me nervous, like. After the fact, like after we were already done and engaged and it was on my finger, I was like, why the heck did you have that in your pocket? Well, anyway, to tell the story, uh, we, there was this lake uh, near her house. Remember my dad listens to this podcast. Uh, Okay. So So we drove to the lake (laughs) (laughs) and uh, basically I parked the car. Why did we go to the lake, Chris? Why, why was this lake known to us? I don't know. So anyway, um. I get down on one knee, one knee and sorry, you know, I reach into my pocket and I'm like, where's, you know, like yes. the engagement ring was in there. I mean, panic. it's like, there's a look of panic. You know, on I'm like face. driving to there and you know, you can just feel the heat off the ring. Cause you're like, man, this is a huge financial piece of <laughs> metal in my pocket. So yeah, it was, it was worth roughly the there. same amount as your, <laughs> what year was know. that car you drove? Oh, it was a 80s. A Hyundai Excel. So 80, no, no, you no, had no. your, you had your. That's my Celica. You had your Celica. Nineteen eighty-five Toyota nice, Celica. Yes, the ring was the ring was worth roughly the same amount as a nineteen eighty-five <laughs> Toyota Celica in nineteen ninety-nine. <laughs> so anyway, I get out, get out on one knee, and I'm like putting my hand in my pocket, and I'm like, where did it go? And I'm seeing oh, this no. panic look on his face. I'm sitting on the hood of the car. Knowing what's about to happen, knowing like he's on one knee and then panic. And I'm thinking, what in the world? And then that How, I found were, it. It was in my pocket the whole like, time. I was like, there but is a hole in the pocket of these jeans. I had about, and I'm going to have to be mad at you. <laughs> I had about four or five seconds of uh, like, what am I going to do? How do I play this off? I, I'm not, I'm not at fresh ideas. So that was the night we got engaged. And that was your 20th birthday. It was? Yes, it was. Yeah. It was my birthday. Technically, that was your best birthday ever. Yep. That would be the... Yep. And then we celebrated by going over and hanging out at his friend Sam's house, which is where we also hung out the first night we met. So that yes. was cool. Yeah. Yeah. He was the first one to know we got engaged. So that was good. And then it I guess... It was a good thing I said yes. One of the other good stories is... Uh, so we had to figure out when we were going to get married. That was November, and I think the plan was we would get married the next summer. We didn't know the details. It turned out to be July 13th. Um, well, only because the church was already booked for oh, July yeah. 21st or whatever the next yeah, Saturday you know. was. I didn't want to get married on the 13th, but we did. It was all about the venue. So, and uh, But then you had to go to Maymester. Yeah, so my um, degree program at the college I attended... I was a secondary education, I was an English major and a secondary education minor. And part of your education degree, um, part, my, at my school, you would graduate with an ESOL, which is English for Speakers of Other Languages. You would graduate with an ESOL, um, what do they call it, like um, credential. And so part of getting your ESOL credential was that you had to complete what was called a Maymester, which was for the entire month of May. The year after your, ideally your sophomore year, but it kind of didn't matter when you did it. You just had to do it before you graduated. But they liked for you to do it the year after your sophomore year. Um, You had to go live in another country for a month. And they preferred that 
you go to a country where you did not where where you did not speak the language. So you were the idea was that they wanted us to have an immersive cultural experience of being a student trying to learn another language just in like immer- the immersion technique. And so I, so we set our wedding date for July, mm-hmm. but I had to go for the entire month of May. I had right. to go live in Costa Rica. <laughs> and of course she took French for four years. Right. So I had, you know, nothing useful, no, no useful <laughs> training speaks, at all to get to really bad um, Spanglish. Costa Rica, but Chris took Spanish in high school. Barely. <laughs> <laughs> Enough to yeah. graduate. So Alan, be quiet. But then, uh, so anyway, it, it's in May. Hence the word Maymester. Maymester. Ooh, real fancy. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, you call me one night. It's got to be like Wednesday. It's like midweek. I, I'm at work. I hadn't been there very long at all. I had been there, what, a week maybe? No, we'll g- I'll give you two weeks. Was it two weeks? Okay. Yeah, two maybe out of I four. Was, maybe I was getting to the point to where it wasn't like fun and new anymore. Right at the halfway point. Yeah. yeah. Hey, quit blowing out the speaker. You're talking awfully loud. I'm sorry. <laughs> My producer's going to get mad at you. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, you call me and you're like, I miss you. I'm a, I have, and I'm all I'm like, having fun. I'm not having any fun. I'm like, it's really hard. And I'm just like, all day long we sit in Spanish class and I really hate Spanish and I have bug bites and it's really hot. And yeah. I'm just whiny. I'm just whiny and complaining. And yeah. he's like this. This is what he's like. Oh, okay. That's very interesting. Um, so where is your... Where is your school located? And well, I'm like, was, I don't know. It's like down the street from a supermarket or something. It was and he's hard like, to get any information out of you. Because like, was, wasn't it like a calling card? Like international? Gosh, I don't even remember. I yeah. don't even remember how I called you. I, I guess. They, the calling card, maybe? Maybe I bought like a $20 Sam's calling card or something. N- no idea. Don't so. remember. Was not a cell phone. I know that much. And he's like asking me all these questions. He's like... um. What's the name of your school that you're going to? And I'm like, I don't know. It's like in Spanish and stuff. Like, I don't know what it's called. And he's like, well, how is it spelled? And I'm like, I don't know. And he's going, how long did it take you to get there from the airport? He's just asking me all these questions that are driving me bananas. I'm getting so mad at him because he's not like asking me stuff that matters. He's asking me for like a technical rundown of my geographical location. And then... We get cut off. <laughs> like we, yeah, run, we run, out of, we run out of the 20 minutes or however yeah. long it was. It's just like, click. There's no warning. So, you know, I like cry myself to sleep or whatever. And yeah. The, tomorrow was a new day. Yep. So I guess so, I, I was kind of stuck. I was like, what am I going to do? She feels trapped down there and, you know, feels alone. And so anyway, so what I do, I'm like, well, I got some time off so i basically tell my boss that i'm gonna take the next two days off and he's like okay so then uh i also uh that uh the summer well well, two summers before i'd done some international travel and had my passport so i'm like yes why not and at that point in time you should mention that your dad and my dad worked for delta yeah we were both delta and so we had flight privileges we could fly standby because we eat, we yeah. had cards that if we you could show up to the airport and they'd swipe your card and you could get a ticket to go wherever. Yeah. So we had actually we 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 went on a day trip to Disney World one time. We went down to Orlando and like rode on a shuttle bus to the Magic Kingdom and went to Magic Kingdom all day and then came back to the airport and flew home. So yep. 
traveling was like getting a plane ticket was absurdly yeah, easy. Very easily. It was pre nine eleven, like yeah. absurdly easy. So I just, you know, throw a bunch of stuff in my bag and I was like, well, I'll go see if I can find her. And of course, uh, I pretty much... Who does that? Actually, I think... You looked it up on the internet. Yeah, but, you know, this is like pre-Google Maps. This is not very good. And of course, it's coast, it's uh, Costa Rica, San Jose. Um, he basically I think had... it was like MapQuest or something. Yes, that I yes, like, you did. You I, I map printed quested, it out. Yes, you MapQuested the address to what he yeah. hoped was the school where I was taking Spanish lessons. I, I wasn't really sure. And then I went on the, you know... Uh, the one of the federal government websites looked for travel advisories and whatever <laughs> made sure you know it said don't take the yellow ta- the red taxis use the official ones and all that um so i was like oh okay why not if nothing else i'll just fly down there <laughs> and just fly back it was only like a three it's and a only half it's yeah it's and it's this it's in the same time flight. zone yeah it's it's directly it's like due south from atlanta so i just uh I grab one of my IT books that I need to read and go to the airport, hop on a flight, and away we go. And it wasn't that hard because it was first class. It wasn't wasn't much of a struggle. Oh, lucky you. So sitting in first class all the way to San Jose. So I arrive, go through customs, and of course, at this point, I start realizing like, okay, what am I going to tell the taxi cab driver? I don't speak... (laughs) Spanglish very good. Without your printout from MapQuest. Yeah, I just hand it to him and I was like, do you know where this is? Do you know where this is? And he just kind of, I got a How, half. What did you do for money? Uh, I just took some cash and converted it at the airport. How much money did you take? Uh, like 50 bucks. $50? That's it? Yeah, well, I had my, I had my uh, you know, they take Visa everywhere. Did you have a credit card? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. You had a credit yeah, card. Yeah, I had That's a credit right. card. Yes, because when I was in college, he gave me a twenty-five dollar a month allowance on yeah. the on his credit card. I was allowed to spend twenty-five dollars a month on his credit card because he got me my own card. My I was an approved signer, twenty-five dollars a month. Okay. Continue. Well, you're so poor that you I was couldn't, poor. Like, do I was poor because my dad because my dad my dad made me be on a budget, so he he made me like eat on the meal plan and stuff, and uh, <laughs> yeah. That's what happens when you choose a private college to go to. Your dad is like, all right, let's 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 slow our roll a little on the spending. Okay, yep. so anyway, so you took $50 in a Visa card and your MapQuest map and so you gave it to show, the taxi cab driver. Yeah, so we show up at the airport and um, we start heading towards the area there in San Jose. And I'm like, well, if nothing else, I'll have the taxi cab driver take me back to the airport <laughs> and I'll sleep at the airport and I'll go home. So... Um, but anyway, they pulled up to the, uh, the school where she had told me the address and sure enough, there's a bunch of typical like college looking, college looking Americanos, white Americanos. So I'm like, must be at the right place. So I walk up. So at, I'm still inside. Yeah, I'm sitting you in class. Just got out of class. Yeah. Or I'm just, or I'm in the like, yeah, I'm in the lobby. I'm trying to buy a Coke light from the, yeah. from the school store and this girl, comes in and she like one of my classmates comes over and she hands me a computer book and she goes some guy outside just delivered this for you and and so I'm looking at the computer book and I'm like what what do you mean and she's going I don't know some guy he just he said this he like delivered this for you like special delivery or something I don't know but like I think he's waiting on a tip or something you better go out there and like see what see what this is about and I am so confused I am not 
good at figuring stuff out like this. Like I am not when I don't like being surprised. Okay. But like, have I mentioned how I don't like being surprised? So I don't like surprises. Yeah. And I'm just totally, I'm totally, I have no idea. And then there's, there's this very confusing element, which is that the family. So the whole month that I was in Costa Rica, I was living with a Costa Rican family. Okay, so there was families in town that would that the school would pay to house us so that you could live in a family's house and like really be 100 percent immersed. So you couldn't even go home and speak English with you couldn't like go back to a hotel and speak English with your classmate that you were traveling with. You had to go home and try and communicate with this family. So I was living with this cute little family that had a mom and a dad and then three kids and the dad was a professor, an IT professor at the local university. Mm-hmm. So when this girl is telling me this guy just delivered this computer book to you, there's a part of me that is trying to figure out why my Costa Rican dad brought me a computer book at school. <laughs> okay, so that's where my brain is. I'm completely confused. So I come out and there on the sidewalk is Chris. Yep. With an Adidas duffel bag hanging off his shoulder. And I just like burst into tears you collapse, you like cry. every drew barrymore movie ever made i'm just like what are you why are you here you're here why are you here how are you here what are you like i wasn't speaking spanish i wasn't speaking english i was just speaking like hysterical teenage girl yeah and all my classmates are like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. Like, and this one dude, I can remember him being like, I better not hear you complaining again about you missing your boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's not my boyfriend. He's my fiance. We're getting married in two months. And they're like, whatever. Don't ever complain again. So, yeah. So I had to take him home. I had to take him home and, and introduce him to my Costa Rican mom. And um, I didn't speak Spanish, and he didn't speak Spanish, <laughs> and so we we walked like it was like a twenty minute walk back to my my house where I was living, and so um, so we walked almost all the way back to that house, and um, near near the house was a little park, a little public park. So we sat down on a park bench and pulled out my Spanish dictionary, and tried to put together. <laughs> Tried to put together a sentence that would explain who Chris was, but I'm pretty sure that she thought, I'm pretty sure that we messed up and we used the wrong word and she thought you were my husband. Yeah. Because yeah. we said, I said something like, uh, he, he, how do you say he? I don't remember. He is my, I think I said like, me esposo. Or like, like I, we were trying to figure out what boyfriend would be our fiance. So I think we, we said me esposo, which I'm pretty sure means like spouse. He's, he's me esposo. Esta un grande surprise or something. Like it was a big surprise that he came here. So we get to the house and I'm like, all right, here goes nothing. So we go in and I take him inside and she's like, uh, you know, I can't even, well, how do you say like, who, who is this? Like. You, it's totally lost. She was we have, just, we have no, she was so very excited. She was so excited, like jumping up like, and down, excited and just like, Oh, that's a me amore. Oh, and she called him Christobel, Christobel. Oh, <laughs> da, 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 Christobel. And then yeah. she's like, she's making him come and sit down. She immediately starts cooking yeah. food. Like it was so adorable. And so then later, our, the dad came home. Wasn't his name Guillermo? 
feel like his name was Guillermo. Sounds right. He comes home. Oh, there's the chain. Um, he comes home and Chris is sitting there on the couch and, you know, Costa Rican mom goes through the whole thing, whole, the whole spiel. And so then he's like, oh, you know, and he's like slapping Chris on the back and he's like shaking his hand, shaking his hand. And then it's like, and now what? And so Chris had seen his computer books in mm. the living room when we got there. And so he pulls his computer book out of his bag and they discover they have the same book. And so then they're like comparing the books, you know, yeah, we start and talking about IT. Tra- somehow in not English talking about it. And then the dad is like, he like sizes him up and he's like, he's, he literally says, do you remember? Mikasa? Yeah. Yeah. Mi- he says Mikasa is Sukasa. <laughs> very, very, very welcoming. Like very, so welcoming. Yeah. So we all sat down, we all had dinner together and then like, my Costa Rican mom made a very big show about like tucking us into bed together. (laughs) She was like, okay. Basically like we got the impression from her that like, okay, it was bedtime. And so she like brings us upstairs and the room I was staying in was not bigger than this room that we're in right now. It was probably smaller. And the bed I was sleeping in was not a full size bed. It was like a, and I don't mean full size, like width. I mean, like lengthwise. It was like a kid sized bed and it took up the entire width of the room. And so I'm pretty sure you ended up sleeping on the floor. Like we tried, we tried our best, like to honor her request. And we tried to sleep. We tried to sleep. It was a small we bed. We tried to sleep in the bed and it was like not. Toddler sized bed. <laughs> it was so funny. So I think at some point he ended up yeah. sleeping on the floor. But then we got up the next morning and she made us breakfast and she cried when you left. She was like, she just kept like clutching her, you know, just like clasping her hands to her heart and just like saying whatever. And then I, um, I walked you to the corner. Well, then we went to the market. Did I? On the bus. Oh, did we? Yeah. And then we went to some place and had like lunch I think the flight was like three or four o'clock. So was I supposed to be somewhere with my class? Is that what we were doing? Maybe they were just back at the, the school. And then of course, I've never had my butt pinched as hard as I <laughs> as ever have in That's Costa Rica. Right. Man, the ladies bus, went man. wild for him. Oh my goodness, Costa Rican ladies love Christabel. <laughs> <laughs> I it, I. It was, uh, yeah, I was walking down the center <laughs> of the bus aisle and I mean, it was, it was a pretty full bus, kind of like you do at the airport. Everybody's packed on there. And anyway, I think it was an older lady, but, uh, anyway, that was Costa Rica. Came back, got on the flight. So he was only there one night. First class back to Atlanta. Came so. for the night and went home. And then for the rest of the trip, everybody gave me such a hard time. <laughs> such a hard time. <laughs> You're so spoiled. Your boyfriend flew all the way to another country to give you a hug. And I was like, he's not my boyfriend. <laughs> he's my fiance. Ugh. Well, I don't want to hear you complaining any time for the rest of this trip that you miss him. And I'm like, why am I not allowed to miss him? Oh, it was hilarious. Yeah. There's a lot of drama on that trip. So. It was such a good trip. It was, and that was probably one of the, I mean, out of all the surprises I've experienced in my life, I feel like that. Was one of the only ones I liked. <laughs> like, I think, I can think of maybe a very, it's a very small handful. It's a small handful of surprises. surprises. Yes. That I, mm. that I liked. There's been lots of surprises, but the ones I liked, very minimal. 
So yeah, that was a good that was a good start to married life because then yeah, that was me. Like then newlywed life, man. Can you believe newlywed life started as soon as we started driving to <laughs> St. Simon's Island? <laughs> we were going to this the coast of Georgia for our for our um. We spent, we spent half our honeymoon vacation putting new brakes, rotors, and pads <laughs> on our car. <laughs> okay, so that was my mistake. All right, so I forgot to pick up my wedding dress from the lady sure. who was pressing it. Um, the lady who did my alterations was like, you know, bring it back the week before the wedding and I'll press it for you or steam it or whatever. So I did that, and then I completely forgot to go back and get it. And so I remembered at 5.55 on Friday night, and our our rehearsal was supposed to start at, like, 6.30 or something. And I screeched tires all the way across town trying to get there before it closed. And she was literally locking the door when I walked up. She's like, I thought you weren't coming back for this, honey. And I was like, you have no idea. I just made a 12-minute trip in, like, Four minutes. So I noticed on the way to the rehearsal that my <laughs> brakes were kind of like making a weird noise that I didn't really recognize, but I didn't have time to think about that. So then we get married the next day and we leave the church in his 1985 Celica, yep. <laughs> which was sort of like kind of a joke. But uh, we had our we had my car packed with our suitcases and stuff waiting at his parents' house, which is just basically around the corner from the church we got married at. And so we got in that car and went to leave to drive to South Georgia. And he's like, what's up with your brakes? And I'm like, I don't know. And he's like, why are they making, I mean, that's like metal on metal. And I was like, I don't, I don't know. know. He's like, how long has this been going on? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe like a day. And he's like, oh my goodness. So yeah, we got to the island and... We checked, um, checked, well, not checked in. We were staying at, uh, one of my parents' friends gifted us their beach house for a week for our honeymoon. So we got into the house and, um, the next day wanted to go somewhere and he was like, yeah, so we don't have breaks anymore. Remember how he had to break in the house? Yes, we had to break in the house because <laughs> the key, the key was supposed to be under the mat and it wasn't. And so I had to climb through a window. Well, I had to find a window um, that was open. Yes. I had to climb through a window. That was very... Um, exciting. Yeah. But, um, and then when we got in the house, this was so funny. So it was my parents' friends and their son was, was the same age as me, the same grade as me. So we graduated from the same high school and, um, apparently his parents would let all of our teachers go, go (laughs) stay at this beach house for free on vacation. So we get in there and we've been there like a day or two and, I find the guest book on the hall table. And so I start flipping through it and I'm like, literally every teacher I ever had had stayed at this house. I was like, gross. <laughs> every single teacher. I'm sleeping in the same bed. Every single teacher I've ever had has slept in. Um, but yeah, so we had to have the brakes. We had to have the brakes replaced and we, we took it to the only place on the Island. It was like Island auto or something. Yeah. And they gave us the bad news that not only had the brake pads been completely yeah we needed new rotors burned too. off so we also like, needed new rotors and it was going to be over what over $400 yeah, $400 and i just broke down crying because we only had $500 so my my dad 
Um, even though he had just paid for our whole wedding, he gave yeah. us five hundred dollars cash to take on our honeymoon, and that was all the money we had. I mean, in the world, that was all the money we had because we had five dollars in our savings account when we got married. We had five dollars, and that was the minimum amount you could have to keep the account open. <laughs> So we had this $500 and we, I just started crying and I was like, but we only have $500 and we're on our honeymoon. And he's like, uh, fine. I'll give you the honeymoon discount. And so he only charged us $300. So we had $200 to live off for the rest of the week. And that had to include the gas to get home as well. (laughs) So we had a date. DQ a couple Ooh, times. Yes, so we went to the grocery store and we bought like a pack of noodles, a jar of sauce. Movies. Um, we watched cable TV because there was cable at the house. Like, oh, but we splurged one night. We went and got seafood. We, no, we went to that um that like sumo place. Oh, like it was like a like a hibachi, you know, like Japanese oh, yeah. hibachi. Yeah. Yeah, and we got we rented a oh 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 yeah we went and saw a movie. At Harrison Ford. Do you remember the name yeah. of it? K-19, The Widowmaker. The Widowmaker is the movie he <laughs> takes me to on our honeymoon. The uh, Widowmaker. It's Harrison Ford movie. So why she agreed to it. horrible. <laughs> <laughs> and not worth the $12 we spent or however much it was to watch a movie back in 2002. Good movie, though. Yeah, okay. So. And that was pretty much like, that was a harbinger, I would say, of how the first year of marriage was going to go. Ramen. <laughs> He got called ramen boy at work because he ate ramen every single day. Yeah. Tell him about what happened to the Celica. Can you believe you've been talking for almost 38 minutes? Yeah, it's a lot. Well, basically the Celica started acting up, so we parked it. (laughs) And uh, basically work was busy. I didn't have time to fix it. I thought it was something else. He thought it was something that was going to be a couple hundred dollars yeah and we did not have a couple hundred dollars so anyway i finally got some time wait 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 so don't forget the part about how i had to take you to work and pick you up every day right as well as take myself to school and to work every day so i was being like mrs taxi for months and then uh i guess month three in there i was like you know i really need to go look at the car so I finally go outside, look at the car, start inspecting it, and find that a belt was broken. So we go to AutoZone. Yep. And he is standing at the counter, and he's asking the guy, hey, how much is it? Uh, do you guys have in stock a belt for a 1985 Celica? And the guy's, like, on the computer. He's like, yeah. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, we got one. And so Chris, like, he like he's like, okay, well... How much is it? And the guy's like, uh, it's going to run you about 220 And Chris goes, oh, see, I knew it. Like $220. And the guy goes, um, no, $2.20. <laughs> At which point, what, do you remember what I did? I don't know. You got I mad. hit him with my purse <laughs> in the middle of AutoZone. I swung it straight at his head. Are you kidding me? I've been driving you... <laughs> I've been driving you to and from work Pretty for awesome. three months yeah. for a $2.20 belt. You have got to be kidding me. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I wanted to kill you. But it was fun. It was fun. There's one more story I want to tell about well, our, another our story? newlywed year. We have 17 and a half years of stories. <laughs> yeah, but this was, the, this was one of my favorite ones. 
We can have more than one installment of, oh. of the Chris and Lindsay show. Well, it depends if people really want to hear all this, <clears throat> all these details. Well, I'm sure they'll let you. We'll know. have to let the public speak. But um, okay, this is my favorite story from our newlywed year, from our first year. So, near where we lived was a really sketchy movie store called Movie World, <laughs> and it was like. Was was Blockbuster still in existence? Yes. Yeah, Blockbuster was still were... Blockbuster was still in existence, but Blockbuster was expensive because yeah. I think a movie at Blockbuster was several dollars it's to like rent. Two ninety nine, three ninety nine. But rent. at Movie World, it was like a dollar twenty nine. Oh yeah, something really cheap, and they had a horrible selection of movies, and it was almost all VHSs. But they had those little white, little white circles with the little like metal. When yes. they put numbers on there. Yes, they did. Because they wouldn't trust you with the video. You actually had to pull the little like. Uh, yes, they had a very white. They, they had a very complicated system to make sure that people were not stealing the yep. videos. So, and they also had a back room, but we never went in the back room. But I just mm. feel like I need to illustrate how sketchy this place was. It was <laughs> in a little nearly abandoned strip mall, and so, um, so sometimes we would be able to scrape up. A dollar twenty nine <laughs> to rent a movie, and I'm talking the stereotypical like, check the couch, honey. Like, check your pockets. Did you look in the in the oh, in the like cup holder in your car? It's Friday like, night. it's Friday night, baby. Let's splurge. Let's go rent a movie. So <laughs> we would scrape up. We would regularly be able to scrape up like a dollar twenty nine, and we'd go rent a movie. And because it was so high stakes. It would take us forever to pick out a movie. Yeah. And I can remember us just standing there and agonizing, like, but I don't want to see that one. I've already seen that. Or like, I don't I don't really like horror. Like, I don't want to watch that one. Or This is this is worse than when you ask your wife, Hey, where do you want to go to eat? Oh, I don't care. All right. <laughs> and you pull into crystal. How about whatever? Like, Ooh. Or, you know, wherever and She's like, no, I don't want to eat this. I'm like, you didn't tell us where, where you wanted to eat. You just, just said anywhere. Just for the anywhere. record, I am not like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I am not like that. Yeah. No. Yeah. I can very easily tell you where I don't want to go. Yeah, as soon as I threaten to pull into the tr- the parking lot. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So anyway, movies are even harder anyway, than that. Anyway, so it was always an agonizing choice, but very this agonizing. was kind of our little routine, and it was like the only splurge we could afford. Well, that or we would go to the Mexican restaurant and we would pull out oh. my student ID and we would order the speedy Gonzalez. We would share a speedy Gonzalez on my, and, and get my student discount and mm. we'd order water and we'd eat as many chips tip. as we could possibly eat. So we could eat Mexican for like under $5 and then we could, um, we could rent a movie. So it was a Friday night. We had scraped up the money to rent a movie we're at Movie World and we're agonizing over a choice and it takes us forever to pick out a movie. And then we finally get up to the counter and the guy says, oh, I'm not going to be able to rent you a movie because my computer's messed up. I can't figure out what's wrong with it. So Chris here says, oh, well, um, I kind of like I work I work on computers. You know, what's going on? Do you want me do you want me to take a look at it? And so the guy's like, yeah, sure. So Chris goes around the the counter and starts taking apart his computer and discovers that the motherboard has gone bad. And he's like, well, I have an extra one of these at home. I'll go get it. And the guy's like, if you'll do that, I'll give you free movies for a year. And he's like, (laughs) deal. (laughs) 
<laughs> so Chris goes home, goes back with the motherboard, fixes the computer, and eventually does come home with our rented movie. And we got free movies for yep. a year. So for that year, like we lived it up. We Lots of Friday nights. Every Friday night movies. Friends, want to come over? Free movie. <laughs> like we watched just about every movie that was out front of and that place. was convenient is it broke. Yeah, so then right when our year was about to be up, I remember us having this conversation and me being like, man, what's going to happen when our year of free movies is yeah. up? Like, I'm really getting, I'm so used to this. Like, man, it's going to suck to have to start paying for movies again. And one night we get a phone call and it's the guy and he's like, hey, uh, this so-and-so down from Movie World. My computer's messed up again. Like, do you want to come back out and look at it? I'll give you another free year of movies if you'll do it. And so he mm. did. He went out. He fixed it again. We got another free year of movies. And then we moved before before we yep. could even use up that second year of free movies. Yep. It was awesome. First year <laughs> of marriage. Be young, dumb, and broke. Yep. That's our recommendation. It worked for us. It worked so. for us. Maybe it will work for you, too. Yep. I don't know what it would be like to be a newlywed in 2019. Seems like it would be a lot more complicated. Yeah. I had a... Chris bought me a cell phone when I went to college. He bought... He got me a... What was that thing? It was a Nextel. A Nextel that had the little... The little chirp thing yeah, on the side. Like a flip phone, but it had the little button on the side. I used to get in trouble in class because he would... In the middle of class, and I'd be like, shoot. Hey, what are you doing? My professor's looking at me. Stop it. <laughs> it didn't have a mute button. All right. Well... 45 minutes. It. Yeah. Well, if you yeah, guys want to you, hear any other stories. I bet you thought we would have covered a lot more ground, didn't you? Mm, yeah. Were you concerned that there wouldn't be enough material? No. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, dear. <laughs> no, I wasn't concerned. I had lens on the podcast. Precious lens. Yep. Thanks for being kind and not telling any embarrassing stories. Yet. Like so. about the time you hit me with a pillow. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to leave you hanging yep. on that note. All so, right. well, I don't know if you learned anything from this other than life in 2002 was a lot harder <laughs> when making last minute travel plans or living on a very VCRs tight budget. VCRs were all the rage, but you can find me at oddlyadulting.com which by the way someone told me that the comments are like disabled mm -hmm. did you do that yeah i did why because you know there's spammers online are there yeah they oh. talk about how no don't say it i don't want to know lots of stuff i don't want to know okay well you can find me at oddlyadulting.com but you can't leave a comment so in order to leave a comment or request more from producer Chris, you'd have to hit us up at oddlyadulting at gmail.com or go over to Oddly adulting on Instagram, or if you have my phone number, just call or text me. <laughs> <laughs> or if you have his phone number, just call or text him. But um, thanks for being here. And he would tell you that life with four women is rather expensive. So it is. If you felt the urge to <laughs> ascribe some monetary value to the time that we spent producing this podcast, you can donate. It's easy to do. You just go to oddlyadulting at gmail.com. I mean, oddlyadulting.com, not gmail. That's, that's, my, <laughs> that's my email address. Anyway, you know what to do. And if you've made it all the way to the end of this, we're both going to say, come on, can you do it? 
we we come on oh, say it we, we love, love you, you and, and jesus, jesus does, does too, too. <laughs> bye bye guys Music is by Kevin McLeod, winner, winner. <laughs>